Welcome to Blockbuster Breakdown. This is Kate, joined with Cameron and Zach. Today, we are talking about Secret Invasion, Episode 2. Zach, what did you think of Secret Invasion, Episode 2? Uh, it was... It was fine. I, I This episode was really hard. It's... And I suspect this will be a recurring theme until the show is finished. Maybe even past that. But I have a hard time, like deciding how much i like some parts of it because obviously they haven't like they're like parts of the plot that haven't finished yet so i can't say if what they're doing is good or not until i know the whole story so there's some things that i'm seeing that i'm a little like a little alarmed by but it isn't necessarily bad what specifically uh, this, are you thinking of i don't so one thing that really stuck out to me is gravic who this episode focuses a lot on him, which I kind of like. Uh, he he seems to like his logic for his one of his reasons for for like not feeling bad about kill, killing a bunch of humans is they're gonna die anyway. So I'm just speeding up the process, and it's like okay, so I can kill anyone I want, and since they're gonna die anyway, like eventually, you know. Well, I, I, I don't. don't I don't think. Okay. Um, well, I think Gravik is just rule i mean i don't know i don't think he actually cares about that and i don't think that's his real reasoning i think that's no, i think that's his made-up reasoning to bring up and say this is why it's okay to do this is because they're gonna they're an awful civilization and they're gonna kill themselves anyway yeah uh, i mean i don't know I, if that's... I actually i think gravik is not not i think he's fine uh he has a real motive which is nice He's probably pretty pissed off at Nick Fury. I'm actually this episode just made me more mad at Nick Fury. Yeah, I I get that. Um, what has Nick Fury been doing, man? Well, uh, so These scroll, like I don't know. That's what I was wondering because because like I get why he I hundred percent get why he wouldn't want scrolls to live on Earth because yeah, that's a disaster waiting that. to happen. Which, I, I agree. Because it, that it is a disaster already. Um, but what I don't understand is. Did he ever contact uh, Captain Marvel and say, hey, let's look for a planet? Or did he just say that and then he didn't act upon it? Like, I was just confused because that seems weird for him to do. Like, it seems weird for him to, like, make that promise and then, like, just Just not not, follow up at all. Yeah. Like, so. After, like, 30 years. And that's probably undershooting. Like, it's been a long time. Yeah, so I'm I'm surprised uh, Captain Marvel hasn't found a planet yet that they can live on, or I assume either Captain Marvel's just not dicking around and just like not worrying about it. Yeah. I don't know. Or I mean, or um, Dick Fury never contacted her about it, and he just which lied. is even worse. That just makes him like look even yeah. stupider. I'd rather miss. I uh, I'd rather Captain Marvel look stupid here instead of Captain <laughs> Nick Fury. Too. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't know how I really feel about that because I don't necessarily feel like I feel bad for the scrolls that they're not being that like Nick Fury isn't searching for a home for them. Not that he didn't know about this until this episode, but the fact that Talos brought knowingly a million scrolls onto the planet and expected to like be able to keep track of all of them. It's like, yeah, I get. I would want to honestly kick all of them off the planet because of what Talos did, and be like, I don't care that you don't have a home. You, 
you betrayed me. You made it seem like there's like a couple hundred of us and there's a million, a million, a million. That's like a large U.S. city full of scrolls. Like, yeah, I, I get what I you're saying. Think, I, I almost think Talos is on To me, Talos is the dumber one than Nick Fury for lying to Nick Fury and not... As much as they made the scrolls seem like the good guys in Captain Marvel, clearly they they made a comment in this episode that they've always been a little war uh like they they kind of always just go into war. Like that's just yeah. their response to everything. I thought that so I was good. I don't know what Talos expected. Like and Talos looks all offended when Nick Fury is like, "No, humans and scrolls cannot live together and talos is like all salty about that which i get because it's his species but like dude what do you expect you're supposed to be the best of the scrolls and you are also a huge liar like i don't i'm almost more frustrated with the scrolls because they're playing like they're playing victim and being like oh these humans suck and it's like wait the reason you're on this planet in the first place is because one of these humans was gonna let you inhabit their planet temporarily i but they act like they're like are they kind of act like they deserve earth which i don't think that's true at all i I think they seem like they're actually on average actually the average scroll seems worse than the average human considering tons of them are terrible like how many of them are in the terrorist group probably most of them i would guess yeah um, I I mean I agree that um I think Talos made a bad bad decision, and I also think it's good that they kind of um we talked about this a little before, but I think it's good that they made the Taylor the or sorry um the scrolls not perfect because it would have it would well, because the entire idea of secret invasion is that the scrolls are the bad guys. So I mean it, it felt weird that they're good guys in this movie and now they're bad guys. So, yeah, I agree. Um, um but I'm not saying it's necessarily a sto- I think it's a fine for this to be a, the story. I think it's interesting because like I think I think they could take it to interesting places. Like Zach said, it's kind of hard to judge everything before the story's been played out, but um yeah, I guess coming away from the episode, I was I was more frustrated with the scrolls themselves than Nick Fury. Yeah, because but the, I the thing I, is, it's specific, specifically Talos. I'm not sure uh, how. T- okay, Talos made it sound like he had all the scrolls come over to Earth once Nick Fury had been snapped. What about the time in between Nick Fury getting snapped and... Is that true? The, That's what I was going to say. No, yeah. Uh, the, Kate is right. Um, okay. And this is why I'm actually more mad at Nick Fury. Because even if we ignore it, but like, let's say this is set before the blip. Talos has still been waiting for Nick Fury to do something for like 15 years. And he's done nothing. And it sounds like Nick Fury hasn't really given them any useful information either. Like, Talos must have... In my, from my perspective, I feel like Talos was feeling desperate. Because Nick Fury, he thought Nick Fury was going to stay dead. He thought yeah. Nick Fury was not coming back. So right. I was like, okay, I yeah. need to save my people. I'm going to just, we're, we're coming to Earth. So, like, I agree, like, now in hindsight, now that, if he knew Nick Fury was coming back, I'm not sure he would have done that. But given what he knew, like, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I think he was just trying to save his people. Um, Yeah, that's fair. I guess I would just say... <clears throat> 
excuse me, the um, clearly for at least, I'm trying to think of the exact timeline from Avengers 1, and I know there was plenty of time prior to Avengers 1, but from Avengers 1 to like Avengers 3, the scroll finding the scrolls of planet was probably the last thing on his mind between like earth getting invaded by loki and his army and then ultron and then thanos and all that stuff um that was probably the last thing on his mind for those years but yeah i agree that doesn't really answer the question of what he was doing for like the 15 or so years before yeah um before avengers 1 and then obviously he was blipped. So it's really, really the whole in Nick Fury isn't so much like, what the heck were you doing? Like, wow, the movies were actually playing out. It's more like, why wasn't this handled before all of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So um, but I'm hoping they kind of address that because I yeah. think, again, like we're going to keep saying this over and over again. It's just hard to say like, oh, this is a plot hole when it could be addressed in episode four. So, but I think it would be bad if they don't address it because Nick Fury clearly has a litany of resources at his disposal. So it doesn't really make sense. I mean, I'm literally Captain Marvel can just fly to whatever planet she wants. So I don't really understand why she couldn't find a a habitable planet within like a year. But she also, she almost has the same... Um, plot hole though because their kind of excuse was for like oh well where have you been this entire time to captain marvel and endgame she was like oh well earth isn't the only planet i protect and what i would say to that is like i feel like it should be the primary planet you protect considering you're a human from earth but maybe that's just uh maybe she's just very non-centrist but i feel like that I feel like it's she we, is, it's though. a we it's it's that's probably what it is she's probably like well humans don't deserve any more um protection than anyone else which i guess is fine but like i don't i don't know if as a human i would probably be inclined to protect humans first as a priority but yeah it's it that's just where it's it's hard because obviously captain marvel took place in like the 90s i think so there's just all this time between um, then and when phase one of the MCU actually starts where it's like, yeah, what the heck were they up to during that entire time? Because it wasn't a short amount of time. It was probably about about 15 years, I would guess. Well, we see in 1997 at the start of this episode, that's the date, uh, Nick Fury okay. like, mixed a pact with the scrolls. Okay, so, you help me, I help you. So yeah. Iron Man was in 2008 so i guess that would be closer to a decade but still that's not like at the very least like he should be updating them with like like this looks worse for this like i would be more nick fury side if like he was updating them like annually about hey i sorry i just we're not finding anything like habitable for you and like if he's done that for 10 years and then they got pissed off then it's more of a like okay well it seems like he's trying now you could still say maybe he's stalling but there's more of a debate to be had there. We just don't know if, what Nick Fury has done yet. And I, I really hope it gets addressed. I'll be really not happy if it isn't. Yeah. Um, so you you brought up the um, 
I wanted to make sure we talked about this, the roadie thing. I, he's a scroll, right? You think so? Okay. That's what I'm wondering. He might be a scroll. I called that last week just because I had a feeling, but I feel like um, I saw a good point. I forget who I, who said it. But there was a really interesting, which this is this is one of the parts I actually like about the show a lot, is that they have made it very clear why the Avengers cannot really interfere with the show. It's because we, you can't expose the Avengers to the scrolls. That's an awful idea. Um, clearly, they've had some sort of exposure to some things because they have um, the DNA for like Gru and like Extremis, which is like oh that's a and, big uh... callback. And a Thanos, cool obsidian, yeah, yeah cool obsidian, yeah. That's but, so that's to me that's the super scroll that's coming soon. Is that? Oh, super, you're right. There might yeah. be a super scroll. So I didn't even think. Gra- I assume Gravik's going to become the super scroll, and he's going to be able to. That's what the machines for. Wait, that all makes right. sense. Right. Yeah. Okay. So okay, cool. I kind of put that together probably the it's, day after I watched Secret Invasion. But so with Rhodey, he when he was talking to Fury he was like kind of acting like he was he wasn't super push like he wasn't pushing back super hard and then um and then he in the ask he asked about the avengers he was like should we call the avengers in and nick fury is like no we cannot do that That, that's a horrible idea and as soon as nick fury says that roadie is completely like you're fired completely turns on him your fires him yeah, talks about how he's not not a good person, all, like all this stuff. And to me, that's yeah. Rhodey was trying to goad him into calling the Avengers so that the scrolls could take the Avengers' powers. I um, also we see Rhodey calling back on a lot of memories and stuff, which I think is evidence of the scrolls using that new like like stealing the memory technology that they were wait, using. I don't. One. I don't. Per- specifically remember what you're referring to like what oh memories he just about? i mean like he just he sat he, everything he's saying is only stuff roadie would know um it's it's not like he's acting weird because he's like talking differently or stuff like i think he's acting exactly like roadie would act which i think is evidence of that so like, for that to be true they would have to be ro- they would have to have roadie in captivity yeah that's true so you think that's what I maybe I think it's possible. Um also uh this might be a comic thing um and I don't I've never been interested in Marvel comics. Um what is the Super Scroll? Super Scroll is the scroll that can take people's powers. Okay. So, so like it like it would be able to like t- use Groot's powers for instance cuz we know that they have Groot's. So kind of like Taskmaster DNA or something. Yeah, except yeah. more except extreme. like yeah, more extreme because it's not just mimicking, it's like they have their powers. Yeah. Obviously Taskmaster can only really copy like combat. Human. Yeah. Yeah, combat sort of things like Hawkeye's bow and arrows and the Captain America's shield and Black Panther's claws and stuff like that. So um yeah, the, I think it would be really I think that would be a really cool way to call back a lot of stuff in the MCU if like the super scroll just can turn into these like super random things like extremists. Like I haven't thought about extremists in like years. What's probably the last time. That's Iron Man the, 3. Yeah. 
That's the Iron Man three they people. They get really who, hot like, inside of them, uh, and they explode. Yeah. And they have like they're like really strong. They're kind of. Strong. It's kind of funny because I actually thought um, during that scene where I forget what her name is. Isn't it like Sonia or something like that? Um, where that that woman was torturing the scroll. Oh which yeah, that scene was pretty crazy. Like uh, yeah, yeah, that was um, that was a scene. <laughs> So I actually thought that's what she was doing to him. I thought she like inserted extremis into him, but I don't think that's what happened. But that that was was funny because they had they had sh- they showed that on the panel of like the list of things that of the DNA they already have, and so then I thought for some reason she like stole that extremis stuff and turned him into an extremist person. But I don't think he, I think he was she was just boiling his blood with. So- something i think it's interesting we've kind of uh karen and i have kind of like mentioned this where does that woman play into this do we know her name i don't it is like sonia it is like sonia she's like they say in episode one that like she and nick fury used to be friends but now she considers nick fury incompetent and so like doesn't want him to interfere she wants to be the one to root out the scrolls sonia fallsworth yeah, so, that's yeah. so like is she i don't know is she like a government agent like, I have no idea. or is she just doing this for fun like i don't <laughs> i mean we don't really know a lot about her yeah i don't think they've really revealed any of that i i do i i think her actress um the actress who's playing her is fairly famous so um i feel like she's done a pretty good job so far of just being kind of like this unsettling like she's very like cerebral almost like i don't know she she's just kind of like creepy and clearly she kind of proved she gave me weird vibes in the first episode and then she kind of proved that right when she like cut the dude's finger off which was really gruesome and I think she made it clear that's not the first time she's done that. So, um, yeah, she's kind of a menace to society. But, yeah, I can't – are you – so are you asking, Kay, like – because obviously we don't know. They haven't revealed, like, what her part actually is in the story. But, like, are you asking whether we think she's going to be, like, a good guy or a antagonist? Yeah, kind of. I mean, I was just kind of opening the door for, like – just mentioning that we don't really know what side she is on, but that's a good question too. I mean, it seems she seems like an antagonist. She seems evil, but obviously her intentions are meant to be good, but she's also on the opposite side of Nick Fury, which we would assume Nick Fury is not on the opposite side, but she's fighting against Nick they're work, Fury. And they're working for yeah. the same goal, but she's trying to outperform him. Yeah, and we would assume Nick Fury would be the protagonist, but honestly what i almost feel like is because i'm still not gonna give up on the idea that they're gonna try to make the scrolls um sympathetic so i'm almost wondering if they're gonna use her as the example of like oh people like her are the reason why we're justified in what we're doing which i think it's important to realize that like when zach was talking about gravik's um rationale for like what he was doing i don't think it's supposed to be like oh that makes sense like i think he's supposed to be like a clear villain 
um, I'm just not convinced that that's what they're going to do with the entire scroll race. Like, I think they're going to, I think he's that, like, I have a feeling by the end of the series, he's going to be considered more of like a bad apple and that he was just leading the scrolls down the wrong path. Like, I don't, I don't think the series is going to end with all the scrolls being evil because I don't think it can because they aren't going to be a million scrolls. Like, I, I Nick, agree. Nick Fury specifically is not going to beat a million scrolls. It's just not going to happen. I think the only way that, unless this series just doesn't end resolved, which actually would be my preference, I would not. I don't want the scroll story to be resolved in six episodes. But um, yeah, that's the only way I can see Nick Fury winning in the series. Is that it's not a oh we defeated the scrolls. It's we changed their minds again, which. I don't know if I'm as interested in that happening as I am watching Secret Wars, but um, yeah, I guess uh, it's just hard to. I I feel like we haven't because I personally liked this episode, so I th- I think the episode like I think the roadie scene was really good. Um, I think. I think I'm intrigued by Gravik specifically with him becoming the super scroll. I think that could be pretty cool if they do it right. I'm, I'm actually kind of excited because they're clearly not hiding who the villain is. Like we know the villains Gravik. We basically know he's going to become the super scroll. And we know that by episode two. And I think that is a great, because like we were talking about last week, like I'm just tired of the, Oh, it was, blank all along oh my gosh like that's just like so tiring because they've kind of worn out that like that's not that works a when it's done well and b when it's not, not done every how, time right it's when it's every not time it's not a surprise right when it's not a trope when it's just the story of that specific tv show so I'm kind of excited. I I really hope they keep building up the Super Scroll as like, you know, the the first line they had in the in the first episode where he just he called it victory, which I thought that was like a cool line. Just it was vague. It wasn't telling us what exactly what it was, but clearly something's going on. Like just stuff like that. I just hope they do embrace the scrolls as villains, but I like I've said multiple times, I'm not super optimistic that that's gonna happen but i i agree with what kate said earlier like the scrolls should be the villains like that's just how they are but i don't know maybe i'm just i i would push back on that a little at least in this universe like in the mcu from what we've seen as much as i hate to reference captain marvel the scrolls while it seems like they might be eager for war so is most of so is a lot of humanity like that doesn't necessarily right. make the race evil so i think probably what you said will happen and gravik will be eventually like isolated from the rest of the scrolls or most of the rest of the scrolls and the rest of the scrolls might come around like maybe he kills talos and maybe that sets some maybe people get really scrolls are like wait a second like you're kind of yeah. insane uh, cause like at the end of, and I actually was curious what you guys think about this, but he just like executes the guy they save, um, at the end of the episode, they, yeah, just, and I, 
Like, is it, it because he lied to him, or like, why did he? Yeah, do? I think it is. I think that's because he lied to him, because um, he was interrogated and he clearly told Sonia um, where their one of their bases. I think it was like one of the where yeah he, he their told. Bases but were located. Do you think it's because he lied, or do you think it's because he told? Like, do you think if he said I told her blank blank and blank? You think they would have still not killed uh, him? That's a fair point. I think he. I, no I think idea. that guy was probably just dead. <laughs> um, I'm not sure that guy could have escaped that situation. But I think Zach's point is good because I think you're saying like, th- like that's more proof that Dravik is clearly the villain, not the scrolls. Yeah, like the daughter. Uh, I need to remember her name now. Too, Ga- Gaia. Gaia. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she like clearly was not happy with what was happening. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna be a she's but gonna she turn. Was, she's gonna turn. No, she's gonna be the turning point probably. But the way that she was reacting made me made me think this happens a lot because she was not surprised. She was no, just it's not, she didn't even flinch when it happened. Yeah, she just like this was, is typical. Yeah, he does this a lot. <laughs> so I kind of think this is re- like if anyone gets captured and tortured, he just kills them. It seems like. Which is really considering what he was saying earlier about like being a being a like he really like he's a he's for the scrolls that that really gets gives us a good look at well no he's he's a bad guy he's not sympathetic this guy's evil so yeah I yeah I kind of hope they they do embrace his like hypocrisy because I think that is interesting because yeah. when they don't when they don't address it it more so looks like he's just like i don't know like if it, it evil, like evil for the sake of evil right but right yeah, or on the other side of the coin it's like carly from um falcon the winter soldier where they try to make her so sympathetic and they don't they don't look at any of her flaws even though she's a a level terrorist they make her seem like just such a sympathetic figure and how she deserves to have a chance to like be talked to by Falcon and stuff like that. And they don't really embrace, they don't really talk about any of her flaws. They, they want people to feel so sympathetic towards her. And when they do stuff like that, it's like, it looks like more of a plot, not plot hole, but like a plot, just like, flaw i guess is a better way to put it. like a flaw in the plot more than like it doesn't look as intentional i guess because i think when they when they talk about the hypocrisies of gravik like if they do that it it shows that that's what they're trying to do it shows like it shows that's the purpose of what they're trying to accomplish is he is this hip hypocritical he acts like he is for the scrolls, but he's really just for himself. Like, and I think that is so much more interesting than the, oh, humans suck, but I'm literally murdering my own species, but we're not going to talk about that. Well, uh, a case where he actually was sympathetic towards his own species was um, when he went into the room with all of the like world leaders that were actually scrolls. One of the thought- one of them didn't want to join them and he let them go right he did yeah. do that i thought they, i was, I thought I was, was super die. surprised yeah I, I, thought, I, I thought he was just gonna go out and shoot him after or shoot her um i thought that scene was really good too that's the other scene i was trying to pull out with that i i couldn't pull out of my head when i was trying to talk about the scenes i like i thought because i for some reason i didn't see that coming maybe i was just being 
maybe I just was oblivious and everyone else saw it coming. But I, I think that is really intriguing that like, there aren't just a million scrolls roaming around. Like there are scrolls in like the prime minister of the, of the UK. Like, um, one of them was like the secretary of whatever. Clearly, clearly roadie is super close to the president. And he, I think he's almost certainly a scroll. So I think that's interesting because again, they aren't just, gonna be able to nick fury is not gonna win this war like physically it's just not gonna happen and it also puts the scrolls in like a nick fury's always been the guy who knows everything and it kind of flips the roles because nick fury's obviously out of his job now and now the scrolls are the people in positions where they know everything so i I thought that was kind of clever i didn't really expect that uh what did you guys think of the ending because i think the ending was probably the part that intrigued me the most actually um and i might oh. be i might be totally like wrong but my impression from it was nick fury it, that might be his wife yeah was, it is and yeah i yeah. don't know if he knows she's a scroll he does not for sure he doesn't and, oh, that, cameron and i had is... this conversation because he was like on his phone or something and when that yeah, scene that happened really funny. so he looked up <laughs> and and he's just with his wife she's like oh is that his wife and i'm like yep and then the scene ends, and then I was like, "So Nick Fury's wife's a scroll," and he's like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, I was not paying attention. I I oh, got on my yeah. phone for that like the f- four seconds they showed she was a scroll, and yeah, I that's, was like, "Why did they show show that?" That was awful. not ver- and um, no, that so that explains why. And I think what that could do is explain why Nick Fury seems so incompetent because everything he might be trying to do might be just being fed to the enemy because they're. His wife is a scroll. Yeah, probably. That's and fair. So that's that's. Have really they ever? Good. Have they ever mentioned Nick Fury's wife ever? No, I I didn't even I really know he had a wife. If I'm being honest, so. They, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but do does he not mention his wife in um, uh, Winter Soldier when he's in Captain America's house? He's kind of rambling, non like nonsense. I think he, he knows does. I think he does actually. Yeah, he does. He does. So, but I thought I thought that was nonsense. I did I, too, I, but may, I mean, some of it might have been a little true or something. But so yeah. obviously, yeah, he's so he does have a wife. Um, well, a scribe. Well, <laughs> yeah. he probably had a wife at one point. I assume when they married that. I don't know, man. Maybe it was a scroll the whole time. You think I wouldn't he, be surprised. I mean, he'd have to be married for quite a short time for that to be the case. Or, or thirty years isn't short. Or like twenty-five or twenty or whatever. I, don't think I guess that's true. Over. That's true. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I have no idea. But Nick Fury's gonna hate the scrolls if he finds out the scrolls are like. And he's gonna be like having captured his wife. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna re- he's gonna lose his shit. So, yeah. That's so. Great. Yeah, that's pretty disgusting. Yeah. You know what I could see happening? I could see Sonia like figuring out that Nick Fury's wife is a scroll, and so she captures her and starts torturing her. And Nick Fury like busts in. And he's like, "What the heck? What the- what are you doing?" And, and then, she's like, oh, she you're cuts off the finger. Yeah, cuts off the finger, shows that it's just scroll. No. Then it really just screams. <laughs> yeah. That would be so bad. Oh, so my bad. gosh. <laughs> That's the finale. The finale is, wait, my wife's a scroll. No, that's the penultimate episode. Penultimate, my wife's a scroll. <laughs> With her finale finger is cut off. Rhodey just, Rhodey becomes scroll. Scroll machine. 
Yeah. These are yeah, some, I think that's we've got Scythe and Scroll Machine. <laughs> yeah. Because I think I'm a little I'm a little conflicted about some of the scroll stuff because we talked about last week about how we don't think they could like they can't really do a reveal that this person's been a scroll the entire time because of like the memory thing. But like if Nick Fury's what like I guess theoretically they could be a scroll and they were never they never had their memories they just formed all the memories we see in the movies as a scroll that's true is that like does that make sense no i I get i get what you're saying if if nick fury's wife was a scroll almost the entire time or the entire time then there's no memories to build like because or there's there's no memories to like not have because they haven't met each other before yeah exactly that's yeah that's that's what I was thinking. So I guess because I was thinking about it in my head, like it is so much less like um, impactful of a reveal when it's like, oh, this person's just pretending to be Rhodey, for instance. Whereas it'd be like, how crazy would it be if they revealed Rhodey was just a scroll the entire time? I, I mean, that would be crazy. Yeah. That would be. And I don't think it would. I think they could do it in a way that would make sense if they do if they play their cards right. No, I agree. I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility oh at all, gosh. guys. And how much would that change, like the way we like when we're doing our MCU rewatches and we're watching Iron Man? It's like, yep, this dude's a scroll. Yeah, Rhodey's been there since the beginning. He is a character that has been in the MCU since the very beginning. Imagine so he's is- just been a rat the entire time. No, um, imagine no. Terrence Howard to Don Cheeto is actually the transition yes, trade when he becomes a scroll. Yes, <laughs> no one, no one just noticed that he That's looked the canon different. explanation. Yeah, dude. Oh my god. So wait, is Hulk is Hulk a scroll then too? He could be. He could be. Bruce oh Banner's a scroll. I mean, he's green. He's green, right? That's true. Yeah, he doesn't even have to hide it. He's just a super scroll. Yeah. Ant-Man's daughter is a scroll. <laughs> oh gosh. That, you know, I, that would actually be hilarious if ever they just like went and made every recast just a, a scroll. I think it that would, would be, be bad. bad. It would be it would be bad, but it would be so funny. I mean I, I don't even, I don't even like Hulk recast, anymore, so. so I wouldn't even be mad. I oh we don't have to get into this. <laughs> Um, and I, it's not like I care about Ant Man's daughter. I mean, she doesn't act. She's clearly they try to make her seem like a very honorable person in that movie. So, wait, have you haven't seen that no, yet? Have you, Zach? No, I haven't. That's gonna be I'll really interesting. Yeah, we'll see it soon, though. So that's yeah. Anyway, though, yeah. Um, it, was there anything else that we didn't talk about necessarily? I think we touched on most. I mean, of it. so are you not as excited? Because you, it seemed like you thought the first episode was promising, but you didn't like this episode as much. Whereas I, yeah, I, I, I think I felt like this continued. Like my personal, like, I think this, if they play their cards right, that the series could be pretty good. I think they, I think this could be like good in a good, or okay, I think this could go in a good direction from here. But I, yeah, I didn't like this episode as much as the first i thought like they kind of brushed aside agent hill's death like they address it and then it's like nick fury i thought nick fury was gonna like reflect on that a lot but he doesn't talk that, about it that's at all. true that's a good um, point that is i think that's actually the the most common complaint i saw about the episode was that 
Nick, uh, Maria Hill's been a character in the MCU since the first Avengers movie. And yeah, she dies and it's just kind of like, yeah, she's dead. Yeah. Now, I guess it's like, I, I, it would be weird if they're doing this and then like, I don't know. It's just, it, to me, that gives me sort of vibes of, oh, are they bringing people back? Cause they're not making this a big deal. And you mean like, really she might not. be, I don't know, man. Maybe she's not dead. I I've been faked by the MCU before. So I I don't know. I think I think if the MCU shows a body, Zach, I know you're not a big fan of the Marvel TV shows in general. What do you think? Um, obviously we've only seen two episodes, but where do you think this place is? Uh, so far, well, like if I you mean, had to try guessing where this was gonna place, I haven't was... seen a lot of them in a while, but uh. I, what even is my favorite? I don't even like any. Like, you don't like um, any of them. I didn't finish Moon Knight, so it wasn't interesting enough for me to finish. Oh, really? Um, I, I, I will say Moon Knight like didn't seem bad. I just, I, I. One of the things I like about the MCU is it's like connected, and none of these TV shows are like they're just all super yeah. independent. So I just I, don't I feel agree. incentivized to watch them until I know they matter. Yeah, that stinks. Like, we never see Moon Knight really again. Good. Like. I hope we see him because he's one of my favorite superheroes in the MCU right now. And oh, okay. Well, like, I I should really finish that. I just um I guess Hawkeye was probably my and I didn't like Hawkeye that much, but it was probably my favorite. Yeah. Uh, Hawkeye's. I think this could compare. Like, if I'm being honest, like I'm being a little hard, but I think this show could very easily like if if it keeps putting out mid episodes it will be one of the best tv shows (laughs) so i I, yeah it doesn't have a lot it doesn't need to be like there's not a lot of competition i'm just hoping it's good there's a difference between being even the best tv show in my opinion and being good because i don't think any of the tv shows are good so um, yeah i don't i I can't say i agree with that but um, that's fair that's fair that's just what i because i do like i also like moon knight a lot and i I would agree Hawkeye is probably out of the completed TV shows. I'd say it's number two. Yeah. Out of the ones I guess you've watched, I would agree Hawkeye's the best out of those. Um, yeah. Hawkeye wasn't like bad. I just didn't think it was very good. Either. Yeah. I agree though. I think if they keep releasing episodes and I feel like most Mar- most of the Marvel shows actually had an episode in the middle of the show that was actually kind of good. Good. Yeah, like, I agree. So if that's coming for that show and then they keep releasing um episodes of like this quality, I pro- I feel like I would end up giving the show it like might an be 8 my out favorite. of 10. Like I I just think I can't confidently say that's actually what's going to happen because so many of the TV shows in my opinion have been like a 7 out of 10. Or seven and a half out of ten, and then the finale releases. The finale has like, always oh, been bad, like consistently, yeah. like even in Hawkeye, the finale has just yeah, always been 100% bad. Yeah, hundred percent agree. It's never been good. It's we, Kate um, and I were actually talking about this yesterday. It's kind of funny. The only finale that actually, in my opinion, isn't pretty adjacent to a disaster is Miss Marvel because it's literally just it's just as good as the other episodes, which is like a five out of ten. It's just insanely mediocre, but the finale is insanely mediocre too. Like nothing <laughs> disastrous happens in the finale either. It's just like one of it's just another episode. So like, whereas yeah. you can't really say that with a lot of the um, 
other TV shows. I would still personally say WandaVision is probably my least favorite finale, which is sad it's because I thought it started finale. off yeah. really well. But it did. Um, yeah, Hawkeyes is rough too with the, okay. with the oh. Kingpin. They they really. I hope they, they disrespected him. I hope they oh. re or like. I don't think he's dead now that I know no, about the comics. They, more, I mean, but... they've already announced he's in the Daredevil series. So. Oh okay, yeah, he's. I hope. I hope they just make him very intimidating. Like I'm, I've never watched Daredevil. I he's I intimidating in Daredevil. I would yeah, say he I, is. The way people talk about him from that Daredevil TV show and how beloved of a villain he is, like I think people like Kingpin in Into the Spider Verse just literally because of Kingpin from Daredevil and Kingpin from the comics. Like, I don't actually even think he's that good into the Spider-Verse. That's an entire different conversation. But, um, yeah, people clearly love that character because of a big part of his portrayal. We're, we're not even talking about Secret Invasion anymore. But, um, yeah, hopefully hopefully they uh, – my point is the finale is not, yep. yeah, a f- train falling off a cliff. It could so easily be really – like I could see so many ways it goes wrong, though, and I I hope it doesn't. I really so, want them not to mess it up. Here's my question, because I just thought about this. I don't really see a place for Nick Fury in the future of the MCU. Is this going to be it for him? Do you see a world where they kill him off in the finale? I just thought about. I that. think if that's done well, I think that would be really interesting um because i kind I, of agree he feels like out of place oh like, gosh but, yeah, i think I, they, agree. I think they've acknowledged that he's that he's out of place yeah they have like yeah. i think they've they're like he's just not the same he's just not the same anymore which is it's i mean that makes sense he's probably like 70 years old now so the only problem yeah. with that is in my opinion is they need somebody new really, really badly to unite the superheroes because that's what Nick Fury did in Avengers. He united the superheroes from these different movies. And now we need somebody to unite the superheroes that they've introduced through these TV shows and movies and stuff like that's kind of the MCU's problem in general, though. Like they have a problem with uniting the characters character wise. They have a problem uniting them plot wise. Like they don't really they aren't really connected at all. Um, at least like, in the phase four and phase five, I would say, especially. Like, right. Yeah. At this point, we're talking like the secret invasion is connected to something that released four years ago. Which, but that's like more connection than most of the TV shows. And that's, that's exactly, which is crazy. Uh, it's connecting to something really feels like forever ago. And, yeah, it's more than most TV shows can say, which is to me by far the biggest frustration. I mean, besides yeah, the writing and stuff, which I agree is, has declined a lot. I think in the recent phases, but that's a whole another story because I think there's an obvious reason for that is because literally everyone in Marvel Studios is spread thin right now between them trying to release a million things a year. So yeah, I don't think the, the problem's too hard to diagnose. Something I joked about was um, I, instead of like, when you're doing like an MCU rewatch, instead of watching Captain Marvel, 
you should just show people the uh, recap at the beginning of episode two, <laughs> Secret Invasion. Yeah, you're actually um, right because that sums up the plot of Captain Marvel, and it's so much better. So yeah, I, I like I said, like I'm a little more down on this episode, but it 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 definitely could go up. I just need to see what happens. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of the Blockbuster Breakdown, please leave a review. It helps us out. We'll see you next time.